You're listening to the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode number nine. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you had an amazing week. Mine was great. We are about two weeks past Snowmageddon in Texas, and things are starting to get back to normal. Running water, though, is still an issue for like a million people across the state. I feel fortunate, you know, not to have been affected by that part of it. But it's shocking that a state like Texas was so ill prepared. And the toll that the lack of water has taken on families is very real. And I know we're all hoping that everything gets restored as quickly as possible. But it's really scary. And as I followed the news stories on the issue this week, it led me to think about really, what does it mean to feel safe and secure? I know that's been a driving need for myself in my own life. Maybe you can relate. You know, when it comes to our families and, you know, our lives in general, this need to be safe is at the top of the list. We all want to know that the people we love, you know, are not at risk, that everyone's okay, that we can go about our lives and not have to worry about the welfare of others or those that we know and love. It feels good. But very often the need to be safe really has the exact opposite effect when it comes to our careers. You know, whether you're on the corporate track, the entrepreneurial track, or maybe somewhere in between with a side hustle, there is a dark side of safety when it comes to our professional lives. And why is that? Well, because in the context of our careers, safety or being safe usually means we're holding ourselves back in some way. We're playing small. We're not living up to our fullest potential and likely not allowing ourselves to realize our dreams and ambitions. I know for me, this has been true in my own life, especially as it comes to starting this business. But it also played a smaller role in my corporate career when it came to one specific thing, which we'll talk about in a minute. The need for security is something that I've also seen with many of my colleagues in corporate America and also that a lot of my clients in this business contend with. So that's why today I want to talk about the dark side of safety. So let's dive in. As you guys know, all month we've been talking about our inner critic, which is that persistent, negative, internal talk track that runs on a continual loop for most of us. And we talked in earlier episodes about how our inner critic is not our enemy, but our misguided friend. So it's important that we find ways to soothe our inner critic instead of fighting it or trying to silence it or whatever. 
And we learn that our inner critic uses things like negative motivation and false control to try to get us to do what it can to keep us protected. And today we're going to talk about the last one. And I think probably the most problematic technique that the inner critic uses, which is all about convincing us that if we put ourselves out there or go after a big new thing, it'll be a disaster. For me, this played out in one really prominent way throughout my corporate career, and that was around speaking in front of large groups. I've talked about this before, but it was a thing with me. I just would not do it, (laughs) period. So when an invitation came up, I would invent these grand excuses to get out of it. And I did it so often and for so long that honestly, I didn't think anything about it anymore. I certainly never thought about the fact that it might be holding me back. It actually felt completely the opposite. It felt like it was a great idea to say no. It felt smart. It felt like I was doing the right thing. And on the rare occasion when someone would ask me and I did accept, I was almost immediately overwhelmed with fear and self-doubt, thinking, why did I agree to do this? And why is that? Well, it's because my inner critic had flipped on a talk track that told me I was going to screw it all up, that I'd freeze or stumble over my words, that I didn't know enough to actually be up on that stage sharing my knowledge and experience. Basically, that I just wasn't good enough. So when my inner critic told me those things, I believed it. After all, I mean, that voice in our head feels wise, right? And listening to it feels like something that we should just do. It feels like, it feels like a good idea. The things that our inner critic tells us feel true. Not because they are true, but because the voice isn't coming from outside of us. It's coming from inside. And there's something about the inside the house source of it all that feels profound. It feels like something we should listen to. And so when I listened to my inner critic, when it came to public speaking, I think thoughts like, I can't do this. I'm going to make a total fool of myself. Or who am I to try to pass myself off as an expert? These thoughts made me feel things like fear, uncertainty, and self-doubt. And then when I felt that way, what did I do? Well, I made up the big excuse, right? I invented new ways to say no. And as a result, I really did not speak on stage ever. (laughs) And make no mistake about it, when I said no, it felt great. Amazing. The relief that I felt was so deep and so profound best feeling ever. But in truth, like somewhere deep inside, I also felt sad. And why is that? Well, because I didn't try, you know, because I played small and I was hiding and I didn't believe in myself. And this is what we're talking about today. The dark side of safety. When we play small and don't go after our dreams or say no to things that should be some of our most tangible 
and visible milestones of success, like speaking on stage or taking that big new job. We know deep inside that we're holding ourselves back. Now our inner critic feels differently. It tries to convince us that you did the smart thing or the right thing, that trying that new big risky thing that you want is not a good idea. And that's where that feeling of relief that flooded over me came from because I did what the inner critic wanted. But what's really happening in our brain? Well, the inner critic is really the primitive part of our brain that's evolved over millennia. It uses a tried and true technique that worked so well on our caveman ancestors. For them, leaving the cave or traveling solo or trying something new and scary meant potentially becoming the lion's dinner. But in modern society, putting ourselves out there does not present the same risk that it did for our caveman ancestors. And yet, because of the primitive brain and our inner critic, we fear doing that new thing just as much as our caveman ancestors feared straying from the pack. So many of us crave the safety of anonymity, while at the same time deeply longing to realize our full potential. Those two things are at odds. They are diametrically opposed. We deeply want the big new thing, but we also want just as much to stay safe and to avoid failure. Those two things are not possible. You cannot have them both. If you try the big new thing, you also risk failing. That is why people start writing the book they dream of and never finish. Because halfway through, they tell themselves, what's the point? No one's going to buy it anyway. It's not going to be good anyway, right? Or they stay in the same job for years instead of pursuing the new career path that's calling to them. Or why they stick with the quote unquote safe corporate job instead of starting the business they're dreaming of. The dark side of safety is that we exchange our dreams for security. And when we do that, it relegates us to a life that is less full than it could be. A life where we watch others go after and get their dreams while we stay right where we are. We're safe, but we're not fulfilled. We didn't fail, but we didn't succeed either. We didn't embarrass ourselves, but we also didn't shine. And when we play it safe in this context, when it's because the inner critic is trying to scare us into playing small, the worst part about the whole thing is that it can become a habit. We almost become addicted to the certainty that the feeling of safety brings. Think about that for a minute. We didn't have to feel uncomfortable. We didn't have to feel the disappointment of failure. We didn't have to struggle to learn something new. We can live in ease instead of trying hard things. That all feels, those those emotions feel so good. Because we're staying clear of uncertainty and disappointment and discomfort and all of that. But you know what? While it feels good to be comfortable in some parts of life, 
it's not always a good thing. For example, when our dreams are involved, I'm convinced that when we appease our inner critic and stay safe, it erodes our self-esteem. Somewhere deep inside, we start to believe we can't do that new thing. And that is where it starts to really get into the darker side of being safe. When we begin to believe we can't do it, that starts chipping away at the very foundation of who and what we believe we are. We start to think we are not good enough, that we really are too old or too young or whatever our brain is trying to tell us, that we aren't qualified. And it becomes this black hole, this void deep inside of us. And that's the place where we try to bury our hopes and our dreams so that if they're, we think if they're buried long enough or deep enough, that we don't have to think about the fact that we're too afraid to go after them. I mean, sometimes we'll allow ourselves to think about them. But if we really buy into our inner critics talk track, thinking about them is never going to be from a perspective of really going after them. It's just going to be this sort of casual longing that we allow ourselves to be inspired by for a moment, and then we just don't do anything about it. So does any of this sound familiar? If it does, I want to tell you that you are not alone. This is something that affects so many of us in our career, especially. So what do you do about it? Well, like I've been saying all month, it really does come down to four things. The first and most important is you have to see when your inner critic has turned itself on. That negative internal talk track, you have to be aware of it. So that's number one. Number two, when you are aware of it, you just acknowledge those thoughts in a loving way. I do not like the idea of silencing or you know, attacking or battling your inner critic because it is really part of your brain and really all it's trying to do is keep you safe. It's not your enemy. It is your very misguided friend. So when you see those thoughts, which was number one, in number two, just acknowledge them in a loving way like, hey, I see you or I like to say, thanks for trying to keep me safe. And then the third thing you do is firmly but gently put your critic in its place by saying, we're going to do this another way. So this way you're taking charge, you're acknowledging it, trying to keep you safe. And then you say, we're just going to do this another way. And then last, choose a thought that serves you. Something like, I've got this. Don't worry. We're going to give it our best shot. This new thought that you have in number four comes from a place of confidence and determination. So I want to go through those four things again. So when your inner critic flares up, notice it. Remind yourself it's not true. Just notice the thoughts. And then number two, acknowledge them in a loving way. Like, hey, thanks for trying to keep me safe. (laughs) You know, because it is your friend. It's trying to protect you. Number three, just tell it gently. We're going to do this another way. And then the number four is 
choose a new thought you want to have instead of the scary ones the inner critic is trying to serve up for you. Just say something like, I'm going to give this my best shot. Don't worry. These new thoughts are about confidence and determination. There's going to still be some fear or uncertainty in there as your inner critic, you know, might keep whispering for a while. But it's kind of like working out. The more you lift weights, the stronger you get. The more you try to gently put your inner critic in its place, the more consistent you are with purposefully directing your thoughts instead of letting your inner critic take the lead. The stronger and more confident you're going to feel whenever you do try something big and new. Are you going to succeed every time? No, but we don't always succeed the first time we try something. And that's why we kind of have to give ourselves a little grace that we can't make failure mean we can't do it. Failure just means next time we might want to try something a little different. That's it. That's all it means. Nothing scary. No lions are involved. (laughs) You can just believe in yourself and keep running at it. But the most beautiful thing about the whole thing is that when you give that new dream that you want so badly, everything you've got, even if you don't get it on the first try or the 10th try or the 15th try, you get to experience something that I think is almost better. And that is the pride and this feeling of it's, it's an unbelievable feeling of who you've become because you believed in yourself enough to try. That's almost better than getting the dream is really allowing yourself to see who you've become because you went after it. So I'm going to leave it there. It's been a great month. I hope you'll go back and listen to these four episodes because they have made such a difference in my life and the lives of my clients. You can do this. Your inner critic is your friend, but you can show it who's boss. Until next week, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there. Thank you.